Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Heated Waves. I'm your boy, Mr. Brad Stone, and the host here with two great guys, two longtime friends. Uh, one's my co-host. You know him, at Bat T-Ball. Hey, guys. Good to be here. And first time ever on the Heated Waves Network is none other than one of the biggest Raiders fans I've ever met in my entire life, for whatever reason, Nick Nitro. How's it going, guys? All right. He's here to give us some good insight on uh, the Raiders' big moves and stuff like that. Also, we're here to talk about the... NFL free agency crazy just frenzy shit that's been going on the last what week or so I, sh- I suppose so we'll get it started off with uh, some interesting news with Kareem Hunt T-Ball yeah it's been a crazy week uh, not only in the free agency but uh, with Kareem Hunt as everybody knows back on February 2018 Hunt was involved in an incident with a woman outside his downtown Cleveland residence um, I'm sure everybody knows that story, but uh, Hunt was not charged in any of the incidents, but the NFL did come to a ruling today, like we had spoke about in one of our uh, other podcasts, what, how long he was going to be suspended. He's officially been suspended for eight games, and through those eight games, he will forfeit $303,529, but he is a restricted free agent next year as well, Chubb getting the carries in the meantime. Of course, he gets to play in preseason and do any of the off-season stuff as well as what I was reading. So that's huge for him. So he can kind of stay in shape and stuff. Mm, so he could play every off-season game, but he just has to miss the first eight games. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. He's going to be able to come out after those eight games, probably rotate with Chubb and you know be good to go. That's if he stayed healthy while he was out, though. Oh, yeah, I haven't heard nothing at all about it. him not, you know, being in shape or anything like that ready to go. So I'm sure he's going to be ready to just munch and, and murder after an eight game, you know. I mean, that just helps them tremendously, but we'll get into that later as well. Yeah. Um, in other news, Ryan Tannehill. Um, I don't know if anybody's heard, <laughs> but the Titans have acquired Ryan, Ryan Tannehill on trades. Um, Dolphins will get a 2024th round pick, a 2019 seventh round pick, for him and a 2019 six round pick and a bag so, of peanuts um, backing up my area, right so yeah. yeah that's what i believe is going on uh he was due about 18.7 mil in 2019 and was set to count as 26.6 mil against uh you know miami's salary cap there so since they're in rebuild mode uh that leaves a lot of room there um, he had 19. Uh, he had 1,979 yards on 17 touchdowns with nine interceptions. That's through 11 games. But Miami does now need a quarterback since Osweiler is a free agent. Um, and like you mentioned, Nick, uh, you know Tannehill's going to have to go in there and try to battle Marcus Mariota for that starting spot. So, Mr. Bradstone, who do you think's better, Tannehill or Mariota? Are you fucking kidding me? How many times have I told you on this show alone that I cannot stand Ryan Tannehill? Why is he still the quarterback there? And they finally got smart. It's just now I don't know what's really going to go on in Miami because all I got is what Osweiler, like you were saying, and now Blake Bortles is a free agent. It's like, do they really go out and get get him as a free agent? So, yeah, all day Marcus Mariota is going to be the starter unless some significant injury happens. Nick, you feel the same way? Uh, Yeah, he's not going to start over Marcus Mariota. It's not. Ever. No. And Blake Bortles, Blake Bortles is going to meet with the Rams back up there on Monday. <laughs> oh, nice. I wouldn't even want him over there either because, I mean, you got Jared Goff and AP goes down. You're like, oh, God, Blake Bortles, please go in there and do something. We got all this talent around. At least do something. I just, I don't know. I don't like him either. They're like the same to me. Tannehill and Blake Bortles are the same. 
Blake Bortles and Ryan Tannehill, you think, are the same caliber? I think they're the same caliber, like a tier three. I think Blake Bortles is much better than Ryan Tannehill. What's he ever done? I don't know. He's one he winning a good season. Jack team that he played for. Yeah, because of the. Well, has Ryan Tannehill ever had a winning season? Uh, I'm sure he's had probably one at least. I'll give him credit on one. <laughs> But it, that's exactly my point. He's not good. They give what? Would you say a fourth and a seventh round? But yeah, we got uh, Nick Foles in the news, right? Yeah, went to the Jags on a four-year deal for eighty-eight million dollars. How do you feel about that, uh, Nick Nitro? Uh, good move, bad move. A good move for him. I don't know so much about a good move for the Eagles. Carson Wentz continues to get hurt. True, true. I didn't even think about that. I was just worried about him being a starter in, in Jacksonville. What do you do there if Wentz gets hurt again for the third year in a row? They're going to be screwed. <laughs> yeah, they are. Maybe they'll bring Blake Bortles over there. You have now, to cut him if he gets hurt. Again. Like, you are too, you are way too hurt. Like, you're getting hurt too much. I would get rid of him. If he got hurt again, you're done. Sorry. I can't keep paying you money and you keep not showing up for work. Waste of money. That yeah. would be hilarious, uh, Nitro, though, if they did swap teams like that. Kind yeah. of, you know, like he goes over there as their backup, and then he balls it up or some crazy shit like how Nick Foles was doing. <laughs> just but a yeah. straight-up trade across the board. Yeah, yeah and they both just, just kill it. But, but is it a good move for Nick Foles to go to the Jags? Who's the real winner here? Is it Nick Foles or is it the Jags? I, I say Nick Foles. T-ball? I'm probably going to say Nick Foles probably gets the better. He's getting a good payday. Um, $88 million, $104 million with incentives. Yeah, Ooh. that's insanity. Um, if he can do well, I think it can work out for the Jags, but he's getting paid no matter what, so I think he benefits the most out of it. If the Jags can get their shit together and get a def- decent defense again, it might be worth his shit. Okay, that's all I had on that. Moving on. Yeah, Antonio Brown, um, I'm sure everybody's heard about him, signed $50.125 million for three years to the Raiders. Um, pretty good pickup for uh, the Raiders. They're making big moves. Ain't that right, Nick? Yes, 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 they are. They uh, pick up a whole new wide receiver. I hear the happiness in your voice there. <laughs> yeah, whole new wide receiver course. We, we let Jordy Nelson, we let go... AJ McCarron uh, today just found out Rams the Donald Penn will not be with us anymore. They they cut Donald Penn today. Uh, doing a lot of big things. Like I said, a whole new whole new wide receiver course. Antonio Brown, obviously the best wide receiver in the league. Uh, we picked him up on three years. Shocked everybody. Three years, thirty-eight uh, to fifty million dollars, right? And they got a third or gave a third and fifth round pick to get him. Wow. Yes. That blows me away. I mean, if I'd have known that, the Packers should have went out and gave him a third and fifth round pick. Are you kidding me? That's all it took for the Raiders to swap him up? Uh, obviously. Yeah, now the Raiders also have Tyrell Williams, who is a big old dude. Um, you got Derek Carr, you know, throwing you the ball. Uh, if you can get Antonio Brown into some one-on-one matchups, um, even though that's a pretty tough division to play in, with him being that number one wide receiver, the Raiders might uh, actually have a chance at the playoffs this year. Yeah, I mean we got we picked up another wide receiver, JJ Nelson. He's speedy. Got him on a, a four-year deal from the Arizona Cardinals. Set, set a new NFL 
record with offensive linemen signing big old Trent Brown. He's huge. 6'8", 380-pound monster. He is yeah. the biggest man in the NFL. <laughs> that is insane. Try to throw a ball over that guy. <laughs> like, get the fuck down. Get down. Well, yeah, that's a huge sign for them. A big offensive line to keep up, uh, you know, Derek Carr so he can get those passes out to Antonio Brown. Hopefully Derek Carr does a lot better than... We, we get some more downfield plays instead of just little short dump passes. I mean, that's all he did last year. He had a lot of yards, but all I mean, he did last year was little dump down passes. It could work uh, with Antonio Brown on a slant route, you know, a little three-yard, five-yard slant all day. Yeah. Well, not only did the Raiders get, you know, Antonio Brown, I hear they've also gotten to a point where they fired their defensive backs coach. Really? Yeah. Uh, and uh, talk about that, we have a uh, Instagram video I had to show T-Ball not too long ago of good old Charles Woodson saying goodbye to ESPN booth after broadcasting for two years. Says that he's going to be doing something else. Says the Raiders fans will see him next season doing something. And then they fired the defensive backs coach. Are they they hiding something from us? I don't know. Apparently they're making some moves to get him over there, it sounds like. Could Charles Woodson be a defensive back coach in the NFL? Some coach Absolutely. Over the Raiders. Oh, yes. He'll be, he'll be coaching the Right, that's just veterans all day right there. And, and LaMarcus Joyner's a baller. Yeah. He signed a huge deal, four-year, $42 million. Yep. They also went out got a, a, a defensive tackle, right? Josh Morrow. Defensive lineman Josh Morrow. One-year deal. To try to beef up their defensive line, I see. Yeah. Because, you know, they're always the Raiders are always known for defense, right? That's what you know the Raiders of. Hard-hitting, dirty-playing defense guys, you know? Getting your fucking talking face kind of guy. Talking about dirty defense, the Dominicans do still free agent. That would be awesome. Yeah, well, see, isn't he a defensive tackle as well, though? Mm-hmm. Or is he a defense, just a defensive lineman? I can't remember what his position is. Exactly. He'll, he'll go all over. Okay. Well, hell, if they got him too, that'd be huge for that defensive front just getting after the quarterback. Because, I mean, as dirty of a player as, you know, Ndamukong Sue is, he's an amazing fucking defensive lineman. So, but maybe it's because he's dirty. I don't know. But hey. Hey, whatever you got to do to win football games. Right. Football games, it's a business. I mean, I'm not saying you got to be dirty to do that. I'm just saying he, he takes it fucking serious. Well, then my question to you, Nitro, is is that the best move by the Raiders so far, or could they have went out and done something better than Antonio Brown, or you know, no. is this a win-win? I, I, was, I was really hoping to get a running back. Our running back corpse isn't looking too good, and Le'Veon Bell was out there. You know, we pick up Antonio Brown, figure Le'Veon would want to go with one of his buddies. We offered him more than what he got with the Jets on his $52.5 million deal. We offered him a whole $10 million more, but an extra year. And he opted to go with the rest of it. Huh. Yeah. Would have been Marshawn monstrous. Lynch and Doug Martin are both free agents. And that leaves Jay Little Shard and DeAndre Washington. Yeah, and those are young guys. And then the other two guys are veteran older guys. So... They're going to have to figure something out to go with him. But I think that's huge for the Raiders either way. I think the Raiders and Antonio Brown both win because he makes a bunch of money uh, and make the Steelers look like idiots with third and fifth round picks is all they get out of it. And Antonio Brown, the best wide receiver in the game. Come on. Yeah. T-Ball, what do you think about Antonio Brown? You think this is where he should have went? 
I mean, don't get me wrong, Antonio Brown is definitely the best wide receiver in the game, but he went to a team that didn't have very many wins last year, and they're still in rebuild mode. I mean, just because, you know, you get all these draft picks and you can pick up some good players doesn't mean everybody's going to be clicking right away on that first year. Um, I would say as of next year, will the Raiders be sitting pretty? Yes, but does this trade, you know, put them in a powerhouse position no do they have a chance at the playoffs yes but they still have some other pieces they need to put together like nick nitro said you got to have some you got to have the running game together and for a team that is known defensively you're gonna have to get that locked down um especially if you want to play in that division like i said with the chiefs who had the best offense last year and the Chargers, who were a very good ball club last year as well. I mean, you have two playoff teams in that division, so I hope Antonio Brown's ready. He better be, because come at Sundays and Mondays, the they're going to be at least second in the division. Broncos will last. So you're saying? I'm sorry, Nitro. You said your Raiders are going to be second in that division, at least. So it's going to go who at first? Chiefs. Chiefs first. Yeah, Raiders I second. Chargers third, Denver fourth. And and it's going to be a fight between the Chiefs and the Raiders. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Bold <laughs> prediction here on Heated Waves. Wow. T-Ball, do you agree with that? What's your uh, – what, who, who's the top four? Nah, Broncos are finishing second in that division. <laughs> I, do, I do remember you guaranteeing them a spot last week at number two. So that's huge. Who's at number one? Still the Chiefs? I have the Chargers at one. Whoa. Whoa. Broncos second. Whoa. Chiefs third. I was going to say, you lit better than half of the top three. Jesus Christ. Chiefs at three. Whoa. I got Chiefs at one. and Just freaking, they're beefing up defense a little bit. They've let it go a couple guys, but they got a couple younger guys. And but then, only because the divisional wins will be close. Oh. Like, there might be some separations and wins and losses, but the defensive wins... It's going to be a good – when these teams play in their divisional games, it's going to be all good games. That's probably going to be an exciting division to watch, especially on Antonio Brown's in it. Oh, absolutely. And oh, yeah. every, every one of those teams can run the table in that division, but I just think offensively the Chiefs are too stacked. And, and the Broncos aren't going to be second in the division. I'll give well, them third or fourth if they get something going with Flacco over there. Flacco isn't the man to – carry this team they better get some offense over there to help him then maybe they could be a top three to me well speaking of that division um i do have some stuff on the chiefs here because they're doing a lot of dumb things let me let me give you a little idea of why i think they might place third here so i don't know if you've heard but tyreek hill under investigation yeah smacking his son around whatever's going on there so they're dealing with that they have no more kareem hunt no justin houston eric berry d ford no starting corner steven nelson the Chiefs GM, Brett Veach, said uh, all those releases, those deals were made to free up room on future salary cap. Uh, As of, like, next year? Um, and he basically was like, so, yeah, I guess, because he says they have a first round and two second round picks this year. And then next year, they have a first round and two second rounders as well. So they let go of their good guys to free up calorie space for rookie deals out of the draft? I guess, but they added Tyran Mathieu and defensive end Alex Okafor. And Carlos Hyde at running back. But one, so, so one corner supposed to replace three other defensive players that were awesome at their job? 
Well, no, because look, Eric Berry was always hurt, so I see why they would let him go. He, I mean, when he was on the field, he's a monster, but he's always hurt. So they go out and they get the Honey Badger and they get Tyron Matthew, which has always been good. He's, you know, he's kind of a hurt guy too, not as much as Eric Berry, but yeah, I mean, that's the only good pickup out of all that and, and signing Carlos Hyde. But they also, you forgot to mention, Demetrius Harris, their second tight end. That's a pretty versatile tight end. Got signed to the Browns. So they're missing all kinds of people there. So now I kind of understand your your theory here, T-Ball. Ty- Tyreek Hill could be suspended for a few games if this whole investigation thing goes through. Like hey, Adrian, Adrian Peterson? Peterson. Yeah, Adrian Peterson suspended four games. Yeah, he got four or six games. I can't even remember what he got. But yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. So, okay, T-Ball, I'm rolling with you. Yeah, I mean, they just hired a new defensive coordinator in Steve Spagnuolo. Um, he better step his game up. I don't know if these moves are going to be the right one, but they're not looking too crisp or clear to me. So that's kind of why I was saying I had them kind of finishing at least third, maybe second in that division. I also, might have to go back on my Broncos thing. I'm not sure yet. Now I remember who the wide receiver was that went to the Jags as former Chiefs Chris Connolly. I think he was like their third or fourth string guy, which was pretty decent wide receiver now they lost him as well and if like you guys said if they lose to Tyreek Hill for any kind of amountable time of suspension man they're gonna have just a tight end there and a, and a decent running back Carlos Hyde and Patrick Mahomes yeah now let me ask you a question since the Chiefs no longer have Kareem Hunt and Kareem Hunt does have that suspension how do you think that suspension is going to affect the Browns this year I don't think it hurts them at all as long as Nick Chubb stays healthy and do, did does what he did last year because he was just a monster last year. If he can stay healthy for just those eight games and give it his all, and then boom, that ninth game comes, Kareem Hunt gets to insert him back in, fresh as daisies, you know, got great legs on him because he hasn't played all year long. That's going to do big-time things, but it, I would much rather see him work together. So, I mean, it doesn't fully give him that, you know, I, I want to be like, yeah, man, this helps them a tr- trillion percent, but you know, him being healthy for eight games off and he gets to come in and do his thing, but I'd rather have them both at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't do, hurt to have that one-two punch. At all. Do the Browns do the Browns and Duke look Johnson. throwing the ball at the first half of the season until Kareem Hunt becomes available and they can throw in both of them? I, I like that. I like that theory, too. And they, they got Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. Kareem hunts out first eight games. They focus on throwing the ball on the outside and messing with out there and then turn around to the run game with the two badass running backs when he's available. Well, see, I don't think any team's ever just going to go out there and just do, just be a pass team. I think they can do whatever the hell they want now that they have Odell Beckham Jr. So, yeah, let's get into the Browns talk, because they got well, some speaking, things going on. Well, speaking of Odell Beckham Jr., who just signed for $90 million over five years, like Nick mentioned, they do have Jarvis Landry and a hot and up-and-coming quarterback in Baker Mayfield. He was actually the number three receiver last year. He was obviously the number three receiver last year. Um, if he can stay healthy, he could be possibly number two or number one, um, depending on you know how they mix things up over there in Cleveland. But um, what he's going to have to do to make sure that he you know gets it done as he makes every play that's thrown him, because now that they have that dual threat and a good backfield, they're not. He's not going to get the majority of passes. Looks. I think he was getting that in you know New York. Right, right. He's going to have to take a little bit of backseat to some targets, but he's still going to get 100 targets or more. I say you feed 100 targets to him and Landry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you'd have to, but let me just say it first. 
next season, 2019, Cleveland Browns will win 10 games and they'll make the playoffs. 10 games, huh? And make the playoffs. Boom. I don't care if it's second place in that division to probably the Ravens. Looks like it's going to be, or, you know, maybe the Steelers, but Steelers losing Le'Veon and Antonio Brown. Good luck. I don't know. Bengals suck. I don't see Pittsburgh doing all that well with the amount of people they go. It's going to be a close call between the Ravens and Cleveland next year in that division. Yeah, when it comes time to call in divisional winners on the podcast, that's going to be a tough one this year. You know how you were saying you need to get on that Brown bandwagon? All year long last year, bud. All year. I was there from like maybe four four to five games in, and I said, man, let's let's stick with these Browns. And you didn't want no part of it, but yeah. Yeah, I think I'm about to buy a ticket. Finally? Yeah. <laughs> Bro? Depending Depending on, on the, the price. First class, bud. I mean, Baker Mayfield, I didn't think he should have been number one, but then watching him play those games, come in and just, you know, play very well and get them wins. Um, look and then add talent to him. In the I think they should have started him at least over Tyrod Taylor. He's garbage. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. I've never liked it. And he just signed a deal somewhere. He, I think he's going to be a backup somewhere. I can't remember where it was. Seattle or some stupid shit. It's not a starting caliber. Never has been. No. Well, we were talking about Le'Veon Bell earlier. Uh, I don't know if you guys signed, but there's a whole ordeal. He says, no, I don't want that. They go, okay, we'll trade him. No, I don't want to be traded. Then when it's all said and done, he goes to the damn Jets, 52.5 million, four years with 25 million. So he has Sam Darnold, who's sort of back sucks. Their Jets line was ranked 25th last year. And who else do the fuck do they have? Plus, he moved to a division where he has to play Tom Brady twice a year. Not a good choice. Yeah, uh, you know, if they could get some help over there, I know I keep saying this about a bunch of different teams, but if they could get help too, and they don't have a very good offensive line, I think you just mentioned that, 26th or 28th ranked or whatever the hell it was we were talking about. Uh, yeah, I mean, they got no wide receivers. They don't have a tight end that I know of. Uh, defense is okay. It's always decent every year, probably a top 18. Uh, I don't like the move either. Could have went on numerous places. I would have gave him just the amount of money. And obviously, you know, Nick Nitro mentioned that he could have went to the Raiders for $10 million more a year and another year. But I don't like the move either. What about you, Nitro? I don't like it either. We needed a damn running back. <laughs> it's just in his best interest. I mean, who who wins in that deal? The Jets or Le'Veon? The Jets, not Le'Veon. He's just yeah. got some kind of money, but he. Sh- I mean, God, there's so many places he could have went. If does he not want want a championship? Because he's never had one. Uh, he he obviously one. doesn't. I mean, is he that doesn't not even. A thing? He said, didn't he say, I want to make, I want to be paid the be- the most because I'm the best running back or whatever it was at yeah. the time. But then, Todd Gurley is now the highest paid running back because of what Levy and Bill signed. Yeah, it's $17 million. see Todd Gurley's contract. So not only did he not get what he wanted, but he did all the fish and moan and no fucking reason. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and just a Jets team that doesn't have a chance. Like you said, you got to play Tom Brady twice a year. Jets I mean, are going to have to run the ball. That's all they're going to do. Levy on it. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell gets another carry. Oh, it's <laughs> pretty fast. Le'Veon Bell. Oh, look downfield. Check out Le'Veon Bell. It's just a dumb move. Dumb, dumb move by Le'Veon Bell. 
and, and yep. you're going to see it. His his skill level is amazing. I always thought he was number one, but this year we're going to see a downfall in his stats because he's playing for a terrible team that defenses only have to, you know, game plan for, for run. He should either, if he was going to stay in the AFC, he probably should have went to the Raiders. But I think if he would have went to the NFC, Green Bay, New Orleans, uh, the Lions, those all have been great teams for him. Speaking of New Orleans, Jared Cook's a free agent and says they're going to work out Jared Cook in New Orleans. Not very happy about that. Yeah, because he's, he's a great guy at tight end. You know how big it'd be to keep Derek Cook with the three new wide receivers we got? Yeah, that would make yeah. Derek Carr look like a beast. Jared Cook, because he had his best year last year, and that's what they need to complete, I think, their offensive game in, in, a, in a little better running back. So they should probably go out there and not let him go even get a chance to go over there and work out for the fucking Saints. Just give him a fucking or, – or franchise tag him if they have the rights to do that too. Right. What what will the Raiders do with new general manager Mike Mayock? Ten year bet of drafting Allison, and we got three first round picks and four picks within the first one hundred. What what do you think is gonna happen there? I don't know, T Ball. Hmm. I don't know. I'd say in the AFC, you definitely need a run game first. I think if you can keep it solid with Derek Carr, you should be all right. But I think, if anything, the Raiders should be going after a run game. I don't think they should really worry about drafting Kyle Murray, that's for sure. I think Kyle Murray can go wherever he wants. I mean, not only that, but they can still trade during the draft, you know, for players or whatever picks for players and whatnot. Le'Veon will opt out of his New York Jets contract and get traded to the Raiders for like a, a first and a second round pick. How about that? I'd give them two first rounds just to be like, yo, we'll take them. Yeah, right. you can have these two first rounds and then there, boom, there you go. But I think the Jets aren't going to give them up at all, at all. They're not dumb. They went out and got them, gave them money. I don't know what else they gave him. They must have gave him something else because that's just not enough money to me if I'm Le'Veon Bell. But wanting to be the highest paid running back in the game and you 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 didn't make your goal and you made all that big ass stink about everything and you still didn't sat out didn't a whole it. year. I mean, sat out a whole year. See, I thought Antonio Brown was headed in that same direction. I'm like, you're gonna fuck around and do something stupid, and then Le'Veon Bell did it for you. So they, they said Le'Veon Bell got up to 260 pounds during the offseason. See, I don't believe that fully. That's huge. Because he was only like, what, what, 220? Two, maybe 30 at the biggest? Some Jerome yeah. Bettis type shit. Right, just like mowing dudes. <laughs> yeah, at 510, like you just said. like that. No, no way. He would be monstrous. He would look like he's a fucking bowling ball. <laughs> just wouldn't, that wouldn't be right. I don't believe yeah, I don't that. Think, I don't think he got that big. Maybe like 245. You know, maybe put on 20 pounds of riding jet skis and shit like that, like I've seen in his videos. But hell, he's out there having fun. He sat I mean, down he's and an athlete. Money. He's probably, and he's young, so he's just naturally in good shape anyway. So there's no way he's putting on that much weight. Right. So, but. biggest winners today? Anybody got the biggest winners today, either a, or a team or a player? I would say Odell, in my opinion, probably got the best of it. Not only did he get his money... But he got on to a contender. And he got away from old-ass Eli and the shitty New York Giants. Isn't that funny that you say the Browns are a contender? 
We used to never say this, guys. They haven't been good since 2007. They haven't been good since 2007. Nitro? Uh, I'm going to say the Raiders and Antonio Brown. Odell Beckham's a good deal, trade and all, but the Raiders losing all their all their wide receivers and only having old Jordy Nelson and a new free agent fucking rookie wide receiver and Seth Roberts who only had 400 yards last year. And now we have the best receiver in the game. They amped it, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think his veteran, and he's a veteran, so we can't forget that. Antonio Brown, he's been in the game for nine years. So he's he's a veteran to the. Yeah, he's going to give that, you know, good good talks and good veteran experience to those younger guys that got brought in and Jordy Nelson getting released, which I I wish they would have kept Jordy Nelson because that's two veterans they could have learned from, two good route runners. But, you know, they did what they did. But hey, that's all I got of big names and stuff. I think the Browns are the biggest winners. Like I said, man, they're just gonna do something this year. They're gonna they're gonna have a winning record. Yeah, it's gonna be an exciting year this year. I think uh, with the amount of moves that just went on within like the last week, uh, football is gonna be great. Like I said, especially the AFC West division is gonna be pretty uh, nice to watch. yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens around the rest of the league. But, yeah, there's been a lot going on, and I'm excited about this year. But, uh, hey, thanks for uh, being on the show today, T-Ball. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. And uh, special guest, Nick Nitro, longtime friend. Uh, thanks for coming on and giving us your insight on all the Raiders stuff that you feel is necessary. With yeah, thanks, break. buddy. We do appreciate it. Yeah, not a problem, guys. Thanks for having me. Do it anytime. Just let me know. All right, and for everybody out there listening, don't forget to leave us voicemails on the Anchor app. If not, find us on you know Twitter. Uh, Instagram's kind of fucking up still. Don't know if that's working, but uh, Facebook as well. So uh, this is Heated Waves, and we're out. Thanks. Thanks.